0: Welcome to another episode of Towelite Talk. This is Chris. This is Casey, and we are here in the end of summer. It is the actually the dead of summer for me right now. It's like a hundred degrees, sweating, huh. but I'm ready to geek out, talk talk some news. Uh, we're we're recording this uh, on Tuesday, August thirteenth. Uh, so you know we've been trying to make some time to get together to to do this. Uh, Casey's uh, got the dad life now. So uh he's got ultra responsibilities, which we're all very happy about. But um yeah, how you doing, buddy? I'm you excited
1: gotta... to 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 chat. I'm excited to have a new geek enter the world and join yes. the join the Towlight family.
0: <laughs> That's right, the Towlight family.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah, my my baby girl, she'll She'll be talking with us in a couple years. (laughs)
0: Looking forward to it. Looking forward.
1: (laughs) But yeah, we got a ton of news um, that we haven't been able to get to because I had a kid. But (laughs) we're ready to get back into it. So lead us off,
0: man. Let's do it. Let's jump into some Marvel TV movie news. Uh, First up today, uh, Jeff Loeb uh, confirms that Marvel Television is making unannounced Disney Plus content. Now, we knew that there was... We know what's coming in terms of Phase 4, the live-action shows. We know there's some cartoons coming, like the What If series. But do you have any speculation on what this might be? It's interesting
1: um, because we know, and we're going to talk about it in a minute, had content coming from Marvel, uh, which is a little bit more adult-oriented in its cartoons and live-action. This was out of left field. Uh, you know, we got... um, agents of shield is ending so jeff lo oversees this he oversees or oversaw the netflix stuff which obviously ended so does you know obviously the speculation mill is going to be does that mean we're getting daredevil and the defenders back um you know he said unannounced meaning they're in production or at least in those phases of something's coming i i don't know you know i i That we get the continuation of the stories of the Defenders, especially after um, Daredevil Season 3 and Iron Fist Season 2. They were so strong. Like I don't want to see these characters disappear. Neither do the fans. I hope that that's what he's alluding to. But this came out of left field. Um, The only problem is those are adult-oriented shows. We know Disney Plus is supposed to be PG-13 and under. It could be all new stuff. (laughs) Just, it's 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 really kind of hard to speculate with uh, what where they want
0: to go and what they want to do. Yeah, absolutely. I you know there's there's a lot of there's already a lot of great stuff coming from them. So anything else would just be a cherry on top. So really excited to hear maybe at D twenty three when they might announce this. So yeah, looking be forward. Great. Uh, next up, we uh, did mention Hulu. Uh, the the now that Disney owns Hulu and that new package is coming out soon. Uh, this is exciting that we're going to get some darker Marvel shows on the, on that streaming service, and so we knew that Ghost Rider and Hellstrom uh, were headed to the, to the streaming service, but now it's being branded as Adventure into Fear uh, or the Terror Universe. Uh, so it's kind of like setting up maybe more shows to come,
1: huh? Yeah,
0: that was um, another thing I read. Uh, that was like,
1: so the original idea was going to be called Spirits of Vengeance, which we know that as the name of Ghost Rider. But now they're going to make a shared connected universe with these shows. Um, specifically, Adventure into Fear was one of the first uh, introductions of Man Thing. Uh-huh. So, you know, hey, will we? <laughs> they dropped the ball over at DC on Swamp Thing. Does that mean man thing shows up is is under this does this mean uh
0: the that, blade that, that could happen it would be really exciting to see that kind of stuff happen so we'll see yeah so it's it that one i'm looking
1: forward to as well because again it's nice to have the broad spectrum of you know g stuff all the way up through the r-rated you know from marvel and they need it
0: dc's killing it on their end so marvel needs to get all the fans <laughs> They really do, and they have to kind of justify how they're going to be treating Deadpool. Now the rumor is, like, he's going to like going to go between PG-13 and R-rating. So, I mean, as long as they're pushing that envelope, I mean, there's no reason why they can't be doing this stuff on, on Hulu. So I'm really looking forward to that. I really hope that they really embrace it. So, um, yeah, so talking about embracing things, uh, since Venom did way better than any of us really thought it was going to do, um, we are getting a Venom 2, and there's a two, uh, two new... Uh, well, Michelle Williams is going to be back for the movie, and it was announced that Andy Serkis is going to be directing Venom 2, which is which is a good little tidbit of news there. To me, the knowledge I have is that he directed that Mowgli movie for Netflix,
1: and that's it. So, you know, obviously he spent a lot of years on a lot of movie sets. Um, no one knows performance capture as well as he does, so... You know, for the performances that we're probably going to get from Tom Hardy and then hopefully Woody Harrelson is Carnage, like, maybe mm-hmm. that's why they brought him in. Um, but, hey, I, I've got... I, this is one of those situations where I don't knock exactly. it like not Exactly. Not anymore. <laughs> so, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. No, right. Exactly. Especially after, the like you said, the first Venom was good. So, nope. I can't nope. say we can anything. Only,
0: we can only pray for more Spider-Verse movies in the track that they're doing. So um yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh exactly. speaking of movies that uh or properties that aren't doing so well under the Marvel universe umbrella right now. Um which were you know both of these uh the Doctor Do movie, which is kind of just a speculation in the beginning with it was an idea um that um who was it? Noah Holly yeah was gonna be taking on that movie. It's it's apparently Dead in the water. And New New Mutants has been suffering from many delays and and reshoots and whatnot. And Marvel has come out and said they're not very happy with the product. Who knows where that's going to end up? So it's inter- you know these these two last things kind of that formed during the Fox years, and now that Disney owns everything, it seems like they're just going to kind of scratch it and, and start a new, probably. Or maybe New Mutants will go to TV. Yeah, I mean, yep. we've been talking about
1: that for a while. New Mutants will probably end up on Hulu. I, I wouldn't imagine them spending the money on advertising for a theatrical release. Dr. Doom, the movie? No. The TV show? Or not TV show, but as part of the Fantastic Four? 120%
0: that will happen. No way around it. Yeah. It's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, he, he but, is going to be the yeah. big bad at some point for the Marvel Universe um, overall. And yeah, I can't wait for that to happen. Yeah. So. We don't need a we don't need a distracting exactly. movie that doesn't make any sense. So, <laughs> all right. So yep. uh, let's jump yep. across the pond over to DC TV movie news. Uh, so we got a trailer uh, for the Wonder Woman Bloodlines movie, uh, which I believe we just found about you know for the first time at SDCC. So uh, this is interesting uh, that this movie is kind of it's not it is not going to be anywhere related to the original one that came out um, back in the day. Yeah, which was awesome. Ten years ago. Um, But, you know, it's going to be following more of that New 52 storyline or characters that they have going. Um, The trailer looks really cool. It does have a lot of her villains in it. Um, I'm not... I love the DC animated movies, so I'm not going to really get down on it. I just... I wish that they didn't have to really do an origin (laughs) at this point, you know? Yeah,
1: it's like... With the movie... You know, with the live action movie, with the old animated movie, there's no reason to not just give us an adventure of Wonder Woman. That being said, Rosario Dawson's back to voice. The action looks good. I'm going to watch it. I love Wonder Woman in all, you know, she always is an awesome inclusion in all the DC animated as she is, you know, top trinity. There's no reason she shouldn't be. But yeah, I, I, you know, I'm excited to see. How the movie is. Um, I'm behind on my DC animated
0: anyways. I still got to watch it. it's so. out today. Yeah. It's out Added, today on, on DC Universe. So yeah. you and I, we can all watch it. Oh, it is. Right. Oh,
1: okay. Then I guess I can delete my copy that I downloaded from some site. Because <laughs> my wife and I were looking over at DC Universe and we're like, where is it? <laughs> no, yeah. I,
0: I remember I shared that. Um, all right, cool. I shared that, um, that link with you the other day that that's when it was announced for, so. Um still waiting for Batman versus right, Teenage cool. Mutant Ninja Turtles, but I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, <laughs> anyways, um, yes, yeah, so also I did want to mention, um, I just got caught up on Young Justice last night. I think it's a really good idea that with these animated movies, like we've mentioned before, that they have kind of tied in uh, that look for Wonder Woman, so it's all kind of connected in people's minds in a way. So um, whatever, whatever. I, I think that there's been only a couple really not-so-good DC animated movies, so I'll never put them down, as I said before. So, uh, Next up, let's talk a little bit about the CW. Uh, more and more news is coming in for this Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover, uh, the ultimate crossover of all time uh, that will be happening this season uh, with the end of Arrow coming, uh, leading right up to that. Um, I guess I'll just jump into this one real quick. Let's talk about Colton Haynes. He's not going to be returning for season uh, 8, um, I actually just wrapped up season seven last week. I loved it. Um, I'm kind of surprised in a way that he won't be on there at all. But
1: when you wrote that, I was it's like, weird, right? Uh, uh, um,
0: but me? the way that, you know, they leave the show at the end of the season kind of opens it up to like, what is Oliver going to be doing for this season? Like, Felicity's not on it. Um, all these people are not returning for it. So is it like, Like him and the the monitor, like going places and doing crazy stuff. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't know. It's just there's this big like kind of like interest, like this thing in my head, like what is going to happen after I watch that season finale. So, um, yeah, really excited for this season of the CW shows. Um, But um, I did mention the uh, the crisis. Uh, So there's a new rumor. There's a lot of rumors out there of of who is going to be appearing in it, but (laughs) Um, they announced this week that Kevin Conroy is going to be appearing as an older Batman on the show. Older Bruce Wayne, I'm sorry. Um, who knows if he'll put on a bat suit? Probably not. But this is amazing news to begin with. Now, to link it up, yeah. his arch nemesis from the animated series, Mark Hamill is now rumored to be appearing as the Joker, um, which isn't a far stretch scene that he's been the trickster. He's been involved with DC for so long. Um, it's just that it was a matter of time until this happened, I believe, in my opinion. The,
1: because he's the trickster, I don't know. Alternate Earths. Honestly. The only reason... I, I know that, but even when they do Ultimate Earths, they're just another version of trickster or another yeah. Black Canary, etc. So, you know, that being said, if Brandon right. Roth is going to be playing Superman, and he's also Adam... Those are two different heroes So, you know, they can do whatever the hell they want Really Um, And if you want (laughs) You want to at least have those two in a scene together I'm sure Mark Hamill Would sign up for that Every day of the week Especially with how much he wanted All of the original, you know Cast from Star Wars to be reunited And he never got that wish So I'm sure he would want Him and Kevin Conroy to be together in a room as
0: those characters. So, Absolutely. I, it happen, I did also want to sure. mention something that came up to, with uh, in my head when I was watching The Breast of Arrow uh, from last season. When uh, Ernie Hudson, who you uh, just actually met at uh, the Syracuse uh, Comic-Con, um, Ernie Hudson played John Dale's yeah. stepfather with the last name Stuart. Uh, so I, and they did mention that, you know, in the last crossover, where's your ring, John? so uh I believe that John Stewart is gonna appear in this crossover, and it's gonna be it's gonna be um Diggle from another Diggle. Yes, definitely without a doubt i will huh. bet i I would bet yeah I would put a heavy bet on that <laughs> It is such an easy setup with yeah the- him,
1: it yep. is they've been doing it for years, you know that's that's a that's an easy one. I wouldn't be surprised if they do that. The thing is is like because of arrow getting short that means they probably gave them a bigger oh, yeah. budget for this crossover that because i would imagine that there's not going to be every once in a while there's one of those filler episodes in a four-part series not so much in the three-part but like i think this is going to be heavy hitting every single episode they're going to go all out to give him a hero send
0: off absolutely so absolutely very very yeah. excited Very, yeah. I'm excited. Two months. Very excited right now. Uh, Until it begins. So, um, great. But in a month, in less than a month, and we've been debating this, whether or not Titan Season 2 will debut on September 9th. It will. I am saying that right now because of this teaser. Um, The teaser dropped this past week. Uh, It was, like you said, live action Young Justice. (laughs)
1: It's live action, Young know, Justice, 100%. with the
0: gritty overtones, um, and I can't wait because we got yeah. looks at Aqualad, we got Deathstroke, uh, we got we got Rose in there. We got so much crazy stuff. Crypto, Cal,
1: so, uh, so much stuff you know. is going to happen this
0: season. I'm very excited for this show, yeah. um, and I'm so happy they dropped the teaser because that kind of, you know, kind of alleviates our our worries that maybe it wouldn't be coming back in September, but. I think that they need to stick to their guns after what happened with swap thing. So I think DC Universe is going to do their their best to always, you know, try to please the fans.
1: Yeah, um, trailer was amazing. You know, I like that Raven even oh, got her yeah. haircut and she clearly has her dad stuck in her head. You know what I mean? Like they did it all. Yeah, you know, it's just it uh, just a little behind the scenes over here at DFAT. Um, from those geeks. You know, Dave. Is up in Toronto right now or yesterday for SummerSlam, and um, he got to see some of the filming. Some brilliance, and some of the cast. Yeah, some of the cast members were at the coffee shop he was awesome. at. Awesome. Yeah, I was like, get get some pictures, man. Yeah, right? <laughs> Don't be scared. <laughs> uh, it would have been a good scoop, but yeah, um, you know, it's cool. Like, it, it, it's. Uh, I'm excited about that show. That was that show
0: was fucking great, and I can't wait for it to yeah, come back. Yeah, definitely, definitely surpassed my expectations. Um, and you know, I'm a big Teen Titans fan, anyhow. So, bring it on, bring it on. Uh, lastly, in DC news today, uh, it was announced that Walmart will be expanding their exclusive line uh, to include books based on the TV shows and movies. So, uh, that's cool. Um, I mean, it was actually, you know, I wasn't a big fan of that. They were putting those giant size comics with exclusive stories by Tom King and Bendis. But they did us good and they they released them as comics. The actual, the the head stories before they did the repeats within the giant size. But um, if you guys are out there, you know, wanting to collect the comics, Bendis wrote a good, is writing the Batman story. Tom King is doing the Superman story. So it's a nice little swap there. Um, and I and I love both those writers, so I was very excited to be uh, actually be able to get my hands on those because I was never able to find the the uh, the giant size. But these books are great. They'll be you know I love that they're really kind of just going to build on um, the characters that they've, they've been developing in the TV and in, in movies, unlike they were before, where they were kind of scared to like cr- like have Deathstroke in two places at once or. Or what you know, that kind of stuff. Um, So at least DC is 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 getting some balls when it comes to this kind of stuff, and and just and doing it right for the fans. So yeah, we're in a real we're in a weird, real
1: weird world. You know what I mean? Like I would say that DC has been a pretty good job about uh, the comic books sticking to the comics, whereas Marvel changed all of their characters to fit the movies um, to the detriment in some cases to the characters. I understand why, you know what I mean? As a movie fan and trying to get the movie people to read comics, but I don't think it works that way in this, in this day and age, to be quite honest with you. And uh, we're going to talk about that after the break a little bit about comics. But I, I, I think like your comic book fans are comic book fans and, and let them be that way. If they cross over to the movies, that's fine. But like, let's let's stay true to the characters. And if you want to expand on the characters in TV and movie, write them in that way. But don't change the way that the comic books are. And it sounds like that's what they're doing. Yeah, uh, absolutely. You got like to embrace so, the
0: you got to embrace you know, what works. The and instead of just and just yeah. just like right. fussing around the whole time. So we don't go we don't go too much into that that. That is as we usually do so we're not gonna do that all right know. cool so uh let's jump into yeah. some commercials and right. we'll be right back with uh, everything else
1: from the far reaches of the galaxy to an internet location near you we're don't forget a your daily source for geeky pop culture news reviews interviews and so much more so, as you're hitchhiking your way through the universe, don't forget to travel safe, and don't forget a towel. DFAT Comics is the publishing branch of Don'tForgetATowel.com, the only place to travel geekly, focusing on creator owned and independent titles like Hollowed, Pursuit of Plastic, and Fairy, and many more. Fat Comics will be a mix of genres appealing to every kind of reader. Join the new source of comic book entertainment with DFAT Comics.
0: All right, we are back from those luscious commercials. Uh, so let's jump in some comic news. Uh, so, DC... Uh, so, Greg Capullo, uh, Greg Capullo has re-signed with DC... And it's been announced that him and Zach, uh, Zach, Scott Snyder, will be working on new adventures that will be blowing <laughs> our minds, apparently. So, um, as much as we want to believe that The Last Night on Earth is their last Batman story together, I'm sure it's not. Though I would love to see them working on some other stuff together outside of the Batman verse.
1: Yeah, I, um, you know, I, I think. It's hard to say, yeah. right? Because everything they've done together has been great. <laughs> so, uh, Scott Snyder does have other stories to tell. Grant Capullo's got other art to draw. I won't mind seeing what comes out of the two of them collaborating together. That being said, uh, what Capullo did, like on Reborn with like Mark Millar, yes. was like brilliant. You know what I mean? So, like, I do, I, I do agree with what you're saying. Was like, I'd like to see them. Expand upon past Batman. No. That being said, I'll never stop <laughs> reading their Batman stories. So, yeah, there's that. That's where we're at. So they suck, which they haven't. Uh, yes, exactly. We're going not going on.
0: <laughs> we'll still, we'll still take whatever you guys want to throw at us. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I, I did want to, yeah, I'll go this start one. this because I do want to kind of like counteract like what he's going to be. Yeah, go ahead. So, Jim Lee came out and said that
1: digital comic book sales are plateauing and that people don't want to read things digitally as much and the sales aren't going up. I'll counteract it. You can expand upon it. Whereas, they don't offer any sales at all on DC stuff. Whereas, Marvel says... A, it's cheaper already from the get-go than buying a physical comic and then if it reaches a certain point i don't know what that is maybe 6 months or whatever then we're going to offer it as a bundle and make it even cheaper so yes digital sales are plateauing when you charge 3.99 yes. for physical and 3.99 for
0: digital nobody keeps I, that's shit. part of it is that what that's you're going to say because because that that like okay, i'm still so a physical on. comic book buyer and i'm a D, i'm a heavy dc buyer so I, I buy my variants, I buy, I buy my books physically because I, that's, that's how comics were for me for the last 38 years, you know. So um, the other thing about it is that with DC Universe existing and the fact that they, they put their books on it, um, after a year you get those books. So if, if you're a patient person and you can wait a year to read those books, you're paying for your subscription anyhow you're getting all those books so it's like they've kind of yeah. either shot themselves in the foot yeah. that way or they have to accept that that's how it's going to be because for me it's like i'll buy specific issues i'm not opening them i'll read them online um you know in our various ways <laughs> and then um but i it's but then also if i miss a series i'm like oh well it'll be out in dc universe probably within the next three months anyhow because You know, it's already been seven to nine months. So I, I don't, I, I just don't understand like how you think you're going to like do these great sales with comic books when, when, when you're, when you're just, you're, you're giving them away a year later, basically. You have a good point. Like you can get
1: them a year for free and like the cost right now of DC universe would be more
0: than enough to justify if you just want things digitally anyway. So yeah. Oh, hell yeah and not to mention i didn't think about this like if you're an amazon prime member these books are available to you as well
1: yeah so many of
0: these books are like thrown on there like so it's just it's just so many different memberships that you can pay for that do not make you have to pay that much for you know comics in the long run digitally at least you know for people who want the physical one at least you can be like yeah i'm collecting these i'm collecting variants i'm collecting key issues and I can sell these at least for twice what they're worth, you know, right. or what I bought them for. Right. So it's a totally different, it's a totally different animal when you talk about digital things, unless they're movies and they're not taking up your house. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So let's move on to Marvel. Um, because I, this is actually kind of interesting because you and I have actually, can actually discuss a uh, current comic series. We're <laughs> actually both read it, Yeah. Um, or at least up on it. Yeah. Um, not catching up on old stuff or reading stuff that you know <laughs> one of us doesn't read or whatever so yeah. um we've been we've been talking about hickman's um John hickman's relaunch base, not relaunch but um new phase of the x-men universe uh which is very exciting uh because it's i got you and i have been x-men fans for a long time <laughs> a long time and it's probably one of our outside of your spider-man fandom is probably our our favorite Marvel thing, you know, combined. And so I found it very insulting when Marvel wanted to, like, just bury the X-Men, embrace humans and whatever that bullshit was. Um, So I think it's it's great that now Marvel owns X-Men again, movie-wise. Now they can bring them back into the spotlight properly. Um, And now, after so many years of convoluted storytelling... Uh, this new series, these, these two series, these limited series by Jonathan Hickman, Powers of X and House of X, are leading into a new X-Men series launching in October. Uh, so this, they're both six issues long. Uh, the first two issues of House of X are out now. And Powers of X issue one was out. Uh, so I wanted to kind of just discuss our, sh- our thoughts uh, just, just briefly uh, about how, how you think this is starting and how it's, you know, it's kind of leading into what's coming.
1: Who's taking over in October, or is he staying? Oh, no, on? no, and he's No,
0: Hickman's staying on, and it's X Men number it's X Men number one in okay. October again. All right, okay, for the 8,000 time, but yes, okay. Uh-
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Here's the thing with Marvel in general. I have not read since Aaron did Thor, Aaron did Doctor Strange, and I can't remember off the top of my head who wrote Superior Spider Man by being Nick Spencer. I have not read a Marvel series in forever because of how they kept rebooting and kept doing all this shit. I also will say that Jonathan Hickman can be (laughs) extremely convoluted. (laughs) Yes. And, you know, read Fantastic Four. You know what I mean? Or read, actually read Secret Wars, if you really want to get into it. Because that, I did read that, and that turned me off a lot. It also was brilliant in many ways. This, so far, off of three issues, is, I mean, and amazing, for lack of a better term. It's It's like, it's so intricate, it's so in-depth, it's so smart, it completely respects everything that came before it, as far as, like, the core x-men team and what you know of it even though there's characters that i don't know because i haven't Mm -hmm. read x-men in 15 years um consistently i've definitely read x-men titles in that time but like you know it didn't it didn't matter it wasn't like i had to know these people and now that i don't it really is gonna screw everything up like it's just it's brilliant sci-fi it's heavy sci-fi um i'm i'm all in And, like, I was showing my wife, like, all of the, like, extra stuff that he's adding in there as far as the timelines go and, like, the characters and, like, all this stuff where I was like, this is just, you know, I read the script, too. Like, I read the director's cut version with his script. Oh, nice. And I was just like, dude, this is, this is crazy. And he writes, I was talking to Clay uh from top of the stack for don't forget dot about like how he writes as far as script writes and i write that way so i was just like D- i've never read a hickman script before i didn't know how he does it but he writes people's emotions which i think is you're not supposed to write that when you write a script you're supposed okay. to let the actor do it um or you know what i mean whatever because i write like a movie script but you know that we've written a comic book together and we we're gonna to continue to do it. Pursuit of Plastic People, it's coming. Uh, coming. Anyway, I'm going off too much, but any, it's great. So, what are your
0: thoughts? I I agree with everything you said. Um, it's very accessible, which uh, which I was like, all right, this is my this is my thing. If it's not something that I can be like, holy crap, after the first issue, yeah, I would be like, all right, whatever. But. It grabbed me for that first issue. Yep. That picture you posted on our, on our social media <laughs> when, when Magneto was like, "We're gods." Yeah, I was, was like, yeah, this this is you insanity. are, you are gods." I don't know why it's taken this long for like X Men not to be like the 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 gum on the bottom of the Marvel Universe shoe. Not that they are, but that's how mutants are treated in the universe. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> that was amazing. It got a little got a little crazy in, in Powers of X, which I need to kind of do some reading about to kind of just get some little bit of grasp in that. But House of X number two with Mar- Moyer Mctaggart um, huh. and her and those timelines oh my God. was one of the best comics I've read in a very long time. Yes. Where it was like it took it took everything we knew as X-Men fans from the past, tied it into the last whatever amount of years it's been and then took it back to the to where we could definitely like understand it and where we knew their relationship between her and Professor X were, were yes. was, or whatever. Yeah. And not only that, puts heavy ramifications on what's coming next. It and was. It's just, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's it, so it,
1: deep. To me, it was the Court of Owls moment
0: for yeah. Scott Snyder. It
1: was, like, where that electric, you know, the electric bulb exploded in my head. And I was like, well, no shit. <laughs> you did it. You yeah. know, like, you got me. Like I was already in those other two issues, but that how you know, yeah, uh, House of X two, and and I like you know House of X, House of M, like I it just took everything that I've missed from the from the Fox owning the characters and like you said Marvel burying the characters, which is the real reason why I haven't read them. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, you
0: you said fuck all that,
1: come back, <laughs> come back to us X Men fans. <laughs>
0: And that right there makes me very excited for the future of what we're oh. going to see on screen, yeah. maybe on TV. Yeah. Who knows, man? Who knows what they can do with the X-Men franchise moving forward? So, very excited things. Uh, you guys, these issues are sold out. Um, are so, they? Of course know, they are. They are. I, um, I didn't even think I about was able to buying get, it. Yeah. The only issue I was not able to get the one I wanted was uh, House of X number one. I got the uh, the blank cover issue which I'll go get drawn on sometime by uh, somebody. But the the um, the other the variants I got for every other issue of both uh, series were the they're called the the Decades variant, where they take a character and they draw the different um, different versions of them throughout the years. Yeah, I saw that. And, ones, yeah. yeah, so I, I picked up all of those moving forward from uh, well, Powers of X number one through and Powers of X two through. So they are sold out, um, but there are second printings. I'm sure third and fourth printings coming. So, um, or just go read it online, because if at this point you might as well just buy it online. So. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, so next up, uh, Valiant News uh, today uh, announced uh, that Ra Rye. will be getting Rye, Sorry, will be getting an ongoing series starting this November uh, by Dan Abnett. Uh, and uh, with art by Juan Jose Rip, So Abnett has been doing uh, the Fallen World series that's going on right now. It's on issue four. We'll be wrapping up soon. Um, I love that I love that time period in the Valiant universe, and I'm actually very excited to see a uh, series uh, featuring what is this? <laughs> Ray. Rye. Rye. Yeah. Like rye bread. <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, I really like what they did um, I think it was a couple of years ago, maybe it was a few years ago with the 4,000 AD line and he was yes. heavily focused. Um, I like that character a lot in general It just, you know, once you get into like that Blade Runner type world, I'm all in. So yeah, it, it's cool. Like it, it, took all the characters to the future, a lot of, and like that, I think tied in with like the death of the Valiant universe, you know what I mean? So yep, it was a cool concept and that character shows up throughout time. Um, so yeah, I'm in Dan Abnett, good
0: writer, so all about it. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and then lastly, in comic news today, uh, JMS, J Michael Straczynski, uh, and our one of our favorites, Mike Deodato Jr. Uh, are going to be reuniting for The Resistance, a uh, new comic from AWA Comics.
1: Yeah, don't know much about plot behind this, but um, AWA Comics, I can't remember what the acronym is, they started up recently um, I think it's like award or artists, writers, and then something else, comics. So heavily focused on uh, creator-owned comics. Like that's what their their jam is, and trying to get some of the best of the best to uh, join along with them. So, you know, Mike Diodato, uh, we, we got an interview with him on, on Don't Forget a Towel. If you check out the Artist Alley um, there. Obviously, we love what he's done and been doing for years. He left Marvel just a short while ago. So it, it's exciting to see what
0: projects he's got coming up next. Yeah, his Berserker Unbound just came out last year. Yeah, week. yeah, right. So, uh, you know, guys, get out there and check that out because um, – awesome stuff awesome stuff when you got some creator own stuff so all right so next up is TV news and for once there is not a slew of uh, information (laughs) uh, from the internets Uh, so this is just the basic thing Uh, Dark Crystal Age of Resistance is coming out uh, August 30th the final trailer hit today Um, maybe it'll impress you for once who knows (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, well, okay so I'll say this. I watched the one from Comic-Con yesterday.
1: Okay. And it it did impress me very much because it had okay. like a little bit of a behind the scenes as well. Here's like I love Jim Henson. I love puppets. Like I don't I don't know what it is about it that I didn't dig, but I will give this series a chance. Um the production value looks out of control, so I'm going to try it. Um
0: that's it. I'm gonna try it. So we'll we'll see Good. how it goes. It's all we can ask of you. That's all my, we can ask. My, me and myself and I am a huge Dark Crystal fan. <laughs> Have always been, and I've been waiting for for something like this to happen. So I cannot wait. I will binge it like crazy on August 30th. So. Nice. All right. This let's uh, swing over to movies. Uh, so. For a long time, we've been waiting for Hasbro to either make a shared universe or reboot the G.I. Joe universe, and it looks like we're getting some G.I. Joe spin-off films. Um, Was there a Snake Eyes film supposed to be coming? So Snake Eyes is still
1: on the docket for October 2020, um, okay. and then this one centers around a character named Chuckles, who yes. we haven't seen since the 80s. It's a He's like a a covert spy character. Um, So sure, you know, I don't know. Like, I actually don't mind those G.I. Joe movies, to be honest with you. No. Uh, So I don't know why it's taken this long. I don't, I also don't remember how much money they cost to make. So maybe they lost a bunch and now they're trying to get back at
0: a smaller budget. But sure, fine. G.I. Joe, let's see it. I'm fine with it. Yeah, it's not a really hard concept. No. So um I mean they just rebooted Transformers. It's time to if you guys want to do this, you wanna do mask, it's time to do it now. Yeah. So exactly. Better do it. Um so the uh so the upcoming animated Adams Family movie, uh the full trailer was revealed the other day. I did not watch it. Did you have a chance to watch it? I sure did.
1: <laughs> I loved it. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, hey, it looks fun. Adam's family moved to like this neighborhood that's all like nice and pastel colors and it's kind of got like that Edward Sizzlehand vibes um where they're out of place and everything so yeah it looks fun um good voice cast Charlize Theron is uh the mom and Oscar Isaac is the dad so you know I'm down I'll, I'll check it out I don't know if I'll see it in the theater but I'll definitely watch it
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that's always the thing. It's like home viewing is is the is the way to go these days. Sometimes, so. All right. So uh, another uh, hot property is is always a Stephen King, and with the success of it, um, and many other things as of late, uh, there's a new movie in the works based on um, a book called Roadwork. Now, I was a big fan of. His, uh, his work as Richard Bachman growing up um, and I always thought that some of the books that he did as with a pseudonym was were some of his best to be honest so I never read road work uh, the story follows a man slowly losing his mind after the construction of a major highway cost him both his job and his health in his house so um, I don't really I'm not really super familiar with this property but it's gonna be uh, it's 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 being tackled by the, the it, the it team. Uh, so, you know, whatever. I mean, at this point, it's. I'm just. I'll. I'll watch it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think like Pet Cemetery, it,
1: everything Stephen King's been doing. His son's got Nosferatu, and um, what uh, Creep Show is coming out next month for Shutter. And, like, I think Stephen King maybe even even uh, putting in a story for that because him and George Romero did the original Creepshow in the 80s. Like, Stephen King is just on fire, and they're pretty much taking anything that he's ever done and adapting it. You know, oh, we
0: got Doctor Sleep this year. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? It's, like, it's yep. nonstop. Yeah. Yep. So much stuff from him that is just... Um, yeah, the dude doesn't stop writing. I mean, what was his, of... his fantasy series as being is being it. I, oh yeah. It? yeah. 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 So look, great stuff. Great stuff. So, uh, look forward to roadwork even though I have no idea what it is. I need to check that out. Um, so, uh, lastly in movie news, um, Disney's, uh, let me, let me, let me start it with this. Disney's live action Lion King is the most successful animated movie of all time. Apparently uh, <laughs> what? It, it was just announced today. Huh uh, so it's, there's no reason why these, these live-action slash super-animated, ultra-animated movies will not continue. So uh, apparently there's an Aladdin sequel in the works. Um, I don't know if it'll be called, called The Return of Jafar, but, <laughs> but I wouldn't be surprised if it's <laughs> not called The Return of Jafar. So, um, I, you know what, I am, I'm kind of a bad movie watcher. I, I, I've been wanting to watch all these movies in the theaters. Only one I did catch in the theater was Jungle Book. Um, so I really have to make a better effort.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, I haven't seen Aladdin yet. I got a lot of texts from friends saying it was great. Um, they didn't understand why. And it made, I mean, it's already made a shit ton of money. So, like, it makes sense. Uh, sure. <laughs> you know, I can't I can't speak to it. If it's returned to Jafar, fine. I, I think there's probably, like, really in the, in the direct-to... DVD market. There's sequels to all those. You know, there's four Cinderellas and like everything else. So it's about time they start going into the well. (laughs) So yeah, I
0: mean, there's three Aladdin movies. So (laughs) yeah, I think
1: there's Lion King two. Mufasa's
0: revenge. So that's coming. (laughs) Mufasa's revenge. Yeah, the ghost. The ghost of of Mufasa. Yeah. That's exactly the movie I want to see. Yeah. Uh, with James yeah. L. Jones. It's coming. It's coming <laughs> next. Anyway, all right, cool. All right, so some <laughs> uh, video game news, uh, short but sweet. Um, we know the Switch Lite is coming, but uh, they just uh, released a new Switch uh, with improved battery life. So now it's anywhere from uh, the original was 2.5 to 6.5 hours. Now it's 4.5 to 9 hours and so it's still priced the same as the original version um so there's not much difference be- besides that uh when the switch light hits it will be a hundred dollars cheaper but it is not a switch so don't be fooled it does play switch games though yeah i
1: mean that's cool i get pretty good battery life out of mine yeah i'm not like on it constantly gets like, lasted like a couple days like just with me not constantly playing it, so yep. I'm I'm fine with mine. I, I don't. I guess if I was just stuck in it non-stop, then it would bother me. But if I'm spending more than four hours and I can't plug in, like I don't. Maybe I'm on a trip. I don't even know how that situation would entail. Exactly. To be quite honest with
0: you. <laughs> exactly. So, so I, I it I, doesn't really yeah. matter. <laughs> no.
1: Good. Good for
0: them. Yeah. <laughs> No, exactly. Whatever. Switch is fun. I'm having a really good time with mine. So yeah, exactly. Whatever's. Uh, so let's uh, let's get into some Star Wars news. Uh, so this is a little speculation, and because we're a little short on news this week, I just want to throw this in here as a filler. But um, the, the the length of the soundtrack was revealed, and so people are speculating on how long Rise of Skywalker will be. So um, to put in perspective. Um, The Last Jedi was about 152 minutes. And so they're thinking that Rise of Skywalker will be about 130 minutes. Sure. Sounds about right. Didn't
1: they confirm that this was going to be the longest Star Wars movie? No. No? Nope. Why wouldn't it be? I don't know. I don't believe the soundtrack dictates the amount of time. Like this isn't accounting for all the music that they can pull from all the other eight star Wars movies. Exactly. And not, not
0: on a soundtrack, which is another announcement today uh, that I read. Not, maybe not today, but what, what I read today was that this soundtrack will borrow from every star Wars movie. Yeah, absolutely. Which is beautiful. Absolutely. So that's, that's yeah. great though. So we'll yeah. definitely see some prequel elements in there. Um, I think they said there's going to be C three PO duel of the fates. He's going to get a fight scene. Oh, he should. We already saw him with the, <laughs> the crossbow. Exactly. So,
1: I'm ready when he when he finally frees the Wookiees from Kashyyyk. That's right. We're going to need duel of the fates, Blair.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a soundtrack to my life, actually. Uh, this. This next one should be in the pursuit of plastic, but we're short on Star Wars news, so I'm going to yeah. put it here. Mattel has actually um, announced some interesting collector Barbie series. Now, Mattel, don't be surprised when Mattel does release some Star Wars stuff because they do have the rights to Hot Wheels and whatnot. So um, these ones are actually kind of neat looking. There's a Darth, there's like a Vader one, a Leo one, um, but they're all like really deluxe sets that are like $100 uh, for collectors. Mm-hmm uh so if you guys you know and ladies are into barbies uh, and collecting those so those are coming out soon
1: is there a vader's dream house
0: yes it's <laughs> actually like a looks like his castle but it has all the you know the features that your modern day barbie needs <laughs> all, right, Mom yeah, all right good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. what what time is it though anyway <laughs> it's time for the pursuit of plastic All right, so we got this little cryptic teaser this week that we had this great Thundercats announcement coming from Super 7. I uh, I guess that it would be the continuation of what Mattel was doing with Thundercats Classics, which was cut short way too soon, uh, as is per, you know, Mattel fashion usually with their clubs. But Super 7 is, uh, is, is bringing these back. Um, right now you can get four of the figures that were released by Mattel, uh, as ultimate figures, uh, Panthro, Jackalman, uh, Lino and mummy, um, you know, decrepit mumra, um, yeah. not super mumra, which I'm waiting for. But, um, I am actually happy about this because, um, as much as I'm going to say, I don't like the price point at $45. I do like the fact that you can order them individually, uh, which has kind of been the bane of people's existence When it comes to the Super 7 action figures, but um, they are packed with a ton of shit. um, And, you know, at least I can pick and choose which ones I want when they do get to the point where I need my last few team members to complete my set. So.
1: That's cool. Yeah, I saw the teaser from uh, Four Horsemen and I was like, ooh. And then, you know, you told me about it, but 45 bucks? You didn't tell me that. Yep seven inch figures ton of accessories i is it worth 45 dollars like is it better than like um neca
0: figure that would be 25 i mean yeah in a way um okay let me put it this way or am i paying for nostalgia you're paying for nostalgia you're paying to get them you're paying to get them individually basically as well so whatever their price point is to produce these they feel that the 45 dollars price point is appropriate you they charge thirty five dollars for the Master Universe ones, but you have to buy the whole set before you can even start to buy individual ones. So, and then if you want to go to like Big Bad Toy Store and stuff like that to get your individual Master Universe ones, they're charging fifty five bucks. So, yes and no. I don't like it, but I have two figures, three figures, maybe I need. You know what I mean? So, in the, in the long run, whatever. They are freaking awesome looking figures. Alright, let me look at him before
1: I... Before yeah, my, my the toy punish comes
0: out. Please, bring him bring him up. Um, <laughs> next up. Um, this one kind of just popped up on my radar the other day. Um, Hot Toys is teaming up with um, what is this? Instinct Toy. And they're going to be yeah. doing this Marvel 80th anniversary gruesome Venom figure. Um, so it's a statue. I don't know why they call it a figure, but it's a statue. It's a, it is kind of like a stylized figure, but it looks amazing. It's 34 centimeters tall for you, non Americans. Um, features two magnetic interchangeable head sculpts one grinning and one grinning even larger with the tongue. And then the body is semi articulated for head, ankle, and wrist movements, which allow you to change the stance so it's kind of like those hybrid statue action figure things yeah interesting very, does it have a price point not that i can see okay yeah they have not announced the price right. on it Hundreds of, wow i mean oh wait never mind Yeah. nope still no uh but it'll be a quarter four quarter <laughs> four of this year or, or early next year and uh Okay. It cool. says Hot Toys has not announced the price. Or which selected markets will call, will carry it. So um oh, I'm not worried about America getting it though. So whatever. Right. Yeah. Okay. So well, um I like better. We get what we get. Um and then lastly today in Toy News, um the the Mezco Iron Fist uh, was released. Uh, not released. It was put up for pre-order last week, after uh, fans clamoring and complaining about the fact that he looks like he was going to a sleepover with Luke Cage and the rest of the Defenders, uh, and his PJs. They actually put they put a sash on there, <laughs> so he has a sash, and it made the figure look a hundred times better. So, um, I was already on board for this one, anyhow. I love Iron Fist, poseable sash, sash, which is going to get a lot of people upset because people have been asking for wires in their capes for years for Mesco. And they keep giving those weird, like plastic things. Um, but this could be, this could be a good sign for future things to come maybe. But um, yeah, I think the figure looks way better. Um, I think it's a great figure to start with a lot of great accessories. Good luck. Um, can't wait. It's coming out next year.
1: Yeah, I'm excited that's. I mean, it's a beautiful looking figure. Like the only other thing that is a is a must buy. I know that one was for you.
0: Mine's oh, gonna yeah. be that
1: gambit. Absolutely. That <laughs> I've been looking for a good looking gambit since 1999's yeah. Toy Biz version. Yep. So, but um, yeah, I think this is it's fantastic. Absolutely. So.
0: So we are on. Don't forget a towel. Dot com, your daily source for news, reviews, interviews, and more. We are also on social media at don't d f a t o w e l d for most things. Or don't forget a towel one on Facebook. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know wow. how we got the one in Facebook. We're the only Don't forget a towel. It like. Makes me so mad, and I can't change it. I've been We're
0: number one. Change it for
1: years, but yeah, we are number one, people. Um, uh, you know, we talked about this in the last episode. We are entering phase seven. We're in it technically. Um, you know, we the baby thing caught us off. Well, I mean, I've been planning for ten months, but we've got some plans yeah. for phase seven. You know, uh, so expect some announcements forthcoming. Uh, as I catch up on sleep or no sleep, whatever the case may be, but in the meantime uh, go watch The Boys go read some comics that it's based off of and everything else, and uh, this is Casey saying And this is Chris, goodbye. we'll see
0: you next time.